Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. Good to be with you. It's great to have you here today. We're going to uh, start uh, section two today of how we celebrate the Christian mysteries. And uh, question 166 asks, why does the church celebrate the liturgy so often? Well, the people of Israel interrupted their work seven times a day in order to praise God. And Jesus participated in the liturgy and prayer of his people. He taught his disciples to pray and gather them in the upper room so as to celebrate with them the liturgy of all liturgies, the gift of himself in the Last Supper. The church, which calls us to liturgy, obeys his command. Do this in remembrance of me. So just as a man breathes air in order to stay alive, so too the church lives and breathes by celebrating the liturgy. God himself is the one who breathes new life into her day by day and enriches her with the gifts through his word and his sacraments. We can use another image here. To every liturgy is like that of the love of God. And I think that's important to remember, the love of God. Anyone who has already experienced God's love is glad to go to church. Uh, someone who from time to time feels nothing and goes nevertheless shows God his faithfulness. And, and what do we mean by liturgy? Could you define liturgy for us? Uh, liturgy is the celebration of the sacraments. Uh, or the sacrifice of the Mass. The Mass we call liturgy. The sacraments in themselves are celebrated in a liturgical way. You could have baptism celebrated at the Mass to bring the welcoming and the joy of the parish community with that child. Uh, we do anointing of the sick, uh, confirmation. Holy orders is celebrated during the liturgy of the Mass. So it ties us and it brings us closer to the union of the body of Christ, which is the heart of the church, the liturgy. So isn't the purpose of the liturgy for us to go and experience the living God? Yes, yes. And we take those words of Jesus, you know, do this in memory of me. So every time we go to the sacrifice of the Mass, we bring ourselves closer in union with Christ in that joyous celebration that he himself gave us at the Last Supper. And then, of course, on Calvary, when his body was broken, blood outpoured. And so we celebrate. We celebrate the liturgy in remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that your, your greatest uh, joy as a priest, is celebrating uh, the, the holy sacrifice of the Mass? Yes, it is. That bringing Christ down 
to others is really a joy in the celebration of Holy Mass. And I, and I think if more people recognized that Jesus really is present at the Mass and present in the Eucharist, that more people would go to church. Yes. Yes. You know, it's it's sad that a lot of people just pass over the liturgy, the sacrifice of the Mass on Sundays. Oh, I'll go when I want. No. Jesus is calling us to a renewal every day of our lives. And when we come to the Sabbath day, we should pause, take time to spend with the Lord, and go to Holy Mass. And there encounter the love of Christ who loves us. You make a great point there. It really is about the love of God for us. Yes. Because when we go to Mass, even though we're giving thanks and praise to God, we're not making God any greater. He makes us greater. He blesses us with his love, and he nourishes us with his holy word, the sacred scriptures. And then ultimately he gives us himself, which is the most he could give us. All that he could give us is himself, and he gives us that totally, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. Yes, indeed. So uh, question one sixty. Eight of the UCAT asks, why is a liturgy so important in the life of the church and the life of an individual? Well, the liturgy is the summit toward which all activity of the church is directed, as we pointed out a moment ago. It is also the font from which all her power flows, as the Second Vatican Council pointed out. During Jesus' lifetime, Multitudes of people flocked to him because they were seeking his healing presence. Even today we can find him, for he lives in his church. He assures us of his presence in two places, in service of the poor, as we see in Matthew twenty-five forty, and in the Eucharist. There we run directly into his arms. And when we let him get close to us, he teaches us, he feeds us, he transforms us, heals us, and becomes one with us in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. You know, Father, the UCAT makes a great point here that Christ has the ability to heal us. You know, we read about it in the scriptures of how he healed so many people. But even today, through the sacraments, and I think in particular through the uh, Holy Eucharist and the, and the sacrament of, of confession, God has the power to heal us if only we'll take the time to ask him and say, Lord, please heal me. Please help me. I mean, we have so many issues with jobs, with our health, uh, with divorce and families breaking up. Yes. And all these issues that uh, the world is, is attacking us and Satan is attack, mm -hmm. attacking us as individuals. Yet Jesus has the power to heal us if only we'll ask him. This is so true. And, you know, when we, we look at this, we could say, you know, as uh, Jesus himself pointed out, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Mm -hmm. And not just life in this world, but more importantly, everlasting Eternal life. Eternal life, correct. So 169 of the UCAT asks, uh, Father, what happens to us when we celebrate the, the, the liturgy? Well, when we celebrate the liturgy, we are drawn into the love of God, healed and transformed. The sole purpose of all liturgies of the church and all her sacraments is that we might have life and have it abundantly. When we celebrate the liturgy, we encounter the one who said about himself, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. Someone who is forsaken and goes to Mass receives protection and consolation from God. Someone who feels lost and goes to Mass finds a God who is waiting for him. You know, Padre Pio said that the world could do could more easily do without the sun mm-hmm. than we could do without the mass. The mass. That is correct. He just in his celebration of the mass uh, was so awesome that you know people that went to that mass just felt the warmth. They said they could feel the warmth of Jesus just flowing forth. And the way, you know, he himself, you know, suffered with the stigmata and so on. But celebrating the Mass for him was the greatest joy of his life. We just had a uh, course uh, at my parish, Sacred Heart of Jesus in Wadsworth, where Dr. Edward Suri uh, showed how the Mass is actually a continuation of the Old Testament where they had the Ark of the Covenant and the uh, sacrifice of lambs mm-hmm. to where it showed that Jesus is the Paschal Lamb and that he gives us himself at every, and that's why the Mass is a sacrifice. Right. Because we represent Jesus' once and for all uh, sacrifice at Calvary, and we have the opportunity by attending and participating at Mass to unite ourselves with Jesus' once and mm-hmm. for all sacrifice and offer that up to our Heavenly Father. Yes, how true that is. Beautifully, beautifully put. So when, when we, uh, we have so many people, Father, today who aren't going to, to church, what would you say to somebody who says, uh, I don't need to go to Mass, I don't have time, or I don't get anything out of it? What would you say to somebody like that? First of all, you know, when people say, I don't get anything out of Mass, what do you put in it? Mm-hmm. What do you put into it? If you go to Mass and you're saying, I get nothing out of it, what are you giving Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. Are you giving him your love? Are you giving him yourself, your being, to let him look inside of you and see, you know, what might be your problem? Are you contemplating the love of Christ in your life? And I think, too, you know, people say, well, I get nothing out of it. Well, you have to put yourself into it. You just can't sit there. You have to participate. Just as the children of Israel sang the hymns of praise to Almighty God, so too we, the people of God, offer praise, love, and worship to our God, who is there for us and who has broken himself and given us the bread of life and the cup of eternal salvation. To get something out of Mass, I have to put myself into it Mm -hmm. with Christ. And I have to be with Him. And I think that's what we need to do today. People, you know, it's not... We find time to go to the malls and various places. All He's asking is one hour. And if I cannot give Him one hour, then I better re-examine myself. As person, mm-hmm. you know, one of the points that I like to make is I've been happily married for almost thirty-eight years, and if I didn't constantly 
tell my wife that I loved her. And if I didn't constantly communicate with her, I wouldn't have that relationship with her. And it's the same thing with God. Right. If we don't have a daily prayer life and if we don't at least obey the third commandment, which is to keep holy mm-hmm. the Lord's day, if I don't spend an hour communicating with God at the most awesome prayer that he gave us, which is the mass, how can I love somebody that I don't know? That's true. How can I have a relationship with somebody that I never take the time mm-hmm. to communicate with and to talk with and, more importantly, to listen to what they have right. to say to me? Right. So it's a two-way street. Exactly. And if I don't give myself, how can I expect God to give himself to mm-hmm. me and for me to be able to receive him if I'm not in that uh, humble state of mind to receive and listen to what God has to say to me? That's correct. Then the joy of loving Jesus is the joy of knowing him. You have to know him, love him, and serve him. And there's a difference between knowing about him and actually knowing him and experiencing him. Exactly. Well said, Father. We've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini as we go through the UCAT about the liturgy. We have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived. And we now are podcasting all of the new shows. You can subscribe right on our website, livingbreadradio.com, and go to the programming tab and click Faith with Father. Can we have a blessing, Father, before we go? And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and fill you with his peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, and thank you, listeners. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. God bless you. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.